0: Welcome to episode 102 of I'm Fine. Insert water break here, it says, Mark. So, <laughs>
1: what we said? Oh. And to everybody and else And to everybody listening.
0: listening, Okay. have a sip of your water. Mark's got it in a childproof beaker. <laughs> I don't
1: know what it is. What a is it? tippy. A
0: tippy, yeah. Cheers.
1: Oh, that's delicious. Mm. You haven't got bright blue water like me, though, have you?
0: <laughs> no, what's in it?
1: Creatine.
0: Right. Don't many be in there.
1: That's why God doesn't want you to be a vegan. Go on. If you're doing, because you only get created in meat, you don't get in plants. Although it is quite ironic that the water bottle I've got says my vegan.
0: Yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah. Of course. I don't care. You're just an enigma, aren't you? It keeps them guessing. (laughs) Yeah. This is a chat around the subjects of health, wealth and well-being with myself, (laughs) Damo, and someone who no longer has a roof above their head. Because it blew away, Mark.
1: You never, <laughs> is it's okay
0: to leave in or not?
1: <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking. How did
0: you text me that?
1: <laughs> I was thinking this might this this could be this might be an episode. Should we save it for an episode? What? What you're alluding I, to? I
0: can't. That well, that's, that's yeah, yeah. But it's not so take, random, isn't Yeah, it? yeah. But I could. So your your house is blown away, isn't it? My house blew away, and there's yeah. no
1: wolf involved.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bloody oh. stink. So you don't want to talk about it now.
1: I think it, well, I think there's a lot to unpack, and well, I, I don't know, <laughs> no, really, just a sleeping bag and a pillow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love the way the stove. I love the way that. What time did I send that? Quite late, wasn't it? I, I didn't look. Yeah, I just thought it'd been stolen by gypsies. My house. Were you in it? No, <laughs> the time. <laughs> no, it blew
0: away, so and, you came back to the to the campsite, and and your tent had gone. Yeah, totally. Right? And, right. and, and Do you not peg it down. Oh, I, I forgot no. who I was speaking to. I'm I, sorry. Of course pe- you didn't I, peg it down. I pegged
1: it down. Yeah, with one peg. Maybe I didn't, as it was pointed out to me afterwards by the person who recovered it from a tree, <laughs> was, was that the guy ropes were still tied up, as in... What, still on the deck? No, 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 no. Still, I,
0: as in you, you didn't get the guy ropes out? They've never
1: been undone. You've never you've never tethered your tent? To the floor, No. Amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. I do tether it, but it's. I mean, I'm to be fair, you've
0: it. It just shows about the, how good the weather's been. You've gone yeah. that long, right?
1: Yeah. I sort of tether it. I, I think it's held down by, you? by, <laughs> by paper clips. Just goodwill. <laughs> yeah. I love the way that I text you and got no reply.
0: A, a pot kettle black. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I've got, got PPD. I'm, I'm, I'm allowed, got, no, allowed, I'm allowed to do don't that. Bring, don't play that card. I've got people going. <laughs> I've got my
1: health problems. <laughs> don't trigger me. You're fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i've got people going it's right? i haven't heard from him in ages i went yeah it's fine why not text you no <laughs> how long how long did i leave it before i responded you
1: didn't respond
0: did i not what's your
1: tent not like are you st- I, I mean i i don't respond
0: I to texts because text. i'm respond. an ignorant fucker but i said as in like proper you know that's what i did reply
1: what not like are you all right are you dead have you blown away? Well, oh, I did think... Did you, you end up in the you, lake?
0: You're not, like, waffer thin, are you? And you don't weigh, you know, like, a f- f- as much as a fag paper. You're not going to blow away with your tent, are you? No. So you clearly wouldn't have been in it. Okay. A hell of a storm if you'd have
1: gone with it at night yeah. time. It'd been, like, up, wouldn't it? That could be in Disney. <laughs> up too. <laughs> yeah. I load of middle-aged men in small fuff up tents. Go into the stratosphere.
0: Also, you said it ended up in a tree. Well, I'm surprised you didn't just go
1: up the tree and get in it. <laughs> you just go to sleep, treehouse. <laughs> yeah, it, I don't think it went up to a tree. That's just that just sounded oh, just, good. All oh, right, so it got it rescued. Find... It got rescued. It basically at the end of the field, wasn't it? I think no. It water. went a long way. It, it went so far that right, that the person who found it thought it was a discarded tent. I think it literally made it to the woods. Right.
0: And how much did you pay for this tent? Just twenty-nine ninety-nine. Twenty-nine ninety-nine. Yeah. God, no expense spared there. You can literally have one a night for that, can you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Man of your means. <laughs> Throw <away> tent.
1: <laughs> yeah. New house every day. New house, new start.
0: Yeah, so you didn't get it, so it's okay, is it now tethered?
1: Um, I put it in the back of the car now. You're going to sleep in there, are you? No, yeah, put the tent up in the car. <laughs> no, it's just like if I'd left it out today, I don't want to lose it again. It's No, I mean, no. And I'm going, fuckers! They necked who? Who? Standing there with your hands on your hips going... Outraged. Yeah. This is what society's come to. Some thieving few, yeah, Gypsies a minute ago, you just said,
0: (laughs) Mark. I'm not not taking that out. They weren't. I'm just giving everyone exactly
1: the kind of person you are. No. I just thought it was like your local youth. But um, no, it was Mother Nature. Right. Rather than rampant teenagers mm-hmm. but i still felt my first I'm well act- violated i actually texted the the manager and basically like the manager the manager of the campsite right at like <laughs> 11 o'clock at night my tent's been stolen i need this sorted immediately <laughs> <laughs> what do you think he's gonna do don't you sign a waiver saying you know you camp here at your own risk i do do that but he owes me one for me taking on the drunk nurses. I told you about the drunk nurses. Took them all on. or you ain't lost it, have you, Mark? (laughs) You told me about this one. I told you about it. No,
0: no. You took on some drunk nurses. Six. Took them on? Well, they were rowdy or feisty or something. Oh, I was... They're causing (laughs) trouble. Yeah, but
1: like big time trouble. Right. So there's like, meant to be a quiet time from 10 till 6 on the campsite, 10 Mm. at night. Yeah. No one adheres to it. Because most people are doing that. Not even you. (laughs) I, I do, I just do. Join but in with the singing, Everybody you? else is doing sort of drug deals or like a load of secondhand cars. There's always breakdown trucks arriving about one in the morning and dropping Where the hell are
0: off. you? I mean, don't tell anyone, but are you... Is, it, it, is this... You, not you can come and arson? visit me.
1: We're doing, doing next, <laughs> okay, we'll doing do the next it one from my town.
0: Live. Okay, we'll do it in a... <laughs> with my Robin. I don't think
1: I want to. I'm not bringing all my equipment. It costs no. thousands. <laughs> anyway, it was really noisy. And you know when you run off camp before and you... You're hearing noise at midnight and you go, this isn't stopping. Do you know what I mean? You just know yeah. these Look, people are is, here for the long run. Like a good so, storm. This is set in. Yeah. Mm. And they're not going to stop because they're going to go, oh, it's like, it's gone midnight. Yeah. So anyway. There's I, other people here. Yeah. Let's be considerate. considerate. <laughs> <Yeah>. We're nurses. <laughs> I mean, I started well, applauding may, them, may but I didn't know. or female nurses female. or mixed. Female. Okay.
0: Just for, you know, just painting the, painting the picture
1: here. Yeah? Mm. So at about one o'clock, I heard a woman's voice say, like, in quite a despairing tone, can you just not be quiet? Please, please be quiet. Like, you're upsetting my kids. You're ruining my weekend away. Right. I, just sort of pleading with them. And we just said, like, fuck off, which I thought was, Who like, that? rude. Oh, that the they nurses. Said, okay. I didn't know they were nurses at this time. Right. So it went on a bit longer, and I'm lying there thinking, just keep your head down. Don't get involved. To do, Mark. Don't get involved. Nothing Not my do. circus. <laughs> Not my nurses. Not my nurses.
0: <laughs> Not my hospital. Not my nurses. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. And
1: um, so, anyways, I got out of bed. I only had my shorts on. Strode. What toward... do you mean
0: only have your shorts on? You only ever have your shorts
1: on, Mark? No, but <laughs> I've, got, no I've, I've got another funny camping story. When I was naked, and someone jumped on my tent and broke it, and I rushed out. What, start bollock. Right? Start bollock. Yeah, and apprehended this like fourteen-year-old lad. Oh god, that, that's I what, don't that's hear what that. I saw. <laughs> the course, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anyway, rewind. So walked out to where the noise was, and literally, it must have been probably about 150 meters from my tent. It was, and you could hear everything they were saying. Yeah. So as I walk towards them, and I'm going, I'm just going to tell them to shut up. I'm just going to go
0: politely. No, like oh, you're, you're, you've gone past that now, have you?
1: So I then walk past the campsite owner, who's on his tent, uh, on his tent, on his phone, yeah. phoning. Is it one 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 or one o one? One one one, the police. Yeah, he wasn't getting first aid advice. <laughs> I was going to say. I've got a headache from some live nurses.
0: <laughs> Would you recommend? <laughs> <laughs> Shall I apprehend them or just take some paracetamol? <laughs> yeah, I'll ask
1: them for a prescription. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can give me a headache and cure it in one, one thing will go. So I passed him, and he didn't sort of see me. And then as I'd gone about 10 metres past him, he went, you didn't see me, did you? And I went, I saw you, but you're on your phone. So I walked back to him. He said, I'm trying to ring 111 to say, like, this is getting out of control. But he said, they're not going to send anyone round. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I've got six nurses camping in a field. Drunk, drunk yeah, on yeah, the yeah. Site. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't sound like? And then... Um, <laughs> It's like they're not going to send the police, right? Yeah. So I just strode past them. I went, "I'll deal with it." So I just strode past in my shorts.
0: And I went, Did you have your top out? Yeah, I was pumped. Oh, Mark,
1: I thought I'd just you be been like, working out. Just I just thought me. I'd melt them. <laughs> <laughs> they like putty uh, uh, in my hands. Yeah. And um, I just walked like quite close to them, and it was like there was drugs, there was drink. What kind were, of drugs? I don't know Come on They'd set They, you they know had they a fire drugs? as you well drugs? Had Smell drugs Could you see fi- drugs Yes You could see them Smoking massive joints Right so, Thank you I just I just stood there And I went You fuckers Have got ten minutes You leave here Or else you're really Going to fucking regret it And I
0: Mark, thought Mark
1: oh, I'm going to have to strong What am I going to do Nothing Can you keep exactly. the noise what down What are you
0: going to do Give them ten minutes They're all still there They've got what no right They've
1: upset this woman you and, do Take them on Hold on, is this the story? This the, <laughs> so the anyway, one of them said, like, what's it to do with you? And I, I just came out with, a, like, a difficult Michael Caine. Did, I oh went, did? No, they said, like, something like, who are you then? And I went, you don't want to know who I am. <laughs> 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 I'm there in the moonlight, full moonlight, next yeah. to the lake, going, you don't want to know. Normally people repeat the threat back, don't they? <laughs> what are you going to do about it? What do you mean,
0: what am I going to do about <laughs> <Yeah>. it? <laughs> question with a question is normally yeah.
1: the best response, isn't it? <laughs> So anyway, we had a bit of a standoff and I just thought, I'm just going to go keep going hard and, you know. Have you got that like, crazy stare on? Yeah. A- and I got to the point that the, the most drunk one who was their spokesperson, the other started. The ringleader. Pack- yeah. The other started packing up. Right. And I went, you're just getting off the site now. I said, there's no explanation. You got 10 minutes, pack up. And they started taking the tents down. And, but this were one... you were tensing yourself at this yeah. time. can imagine your pecs just going... Like that, and they're like, fucking hell, he means business. He's got his pecs I out. I was popping my beta blockers to keep myself alive. <laughs> and um, so anyway, this one stood up to me, this, this one nurse, and she was like really vocal back and going, blah, 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 and like arguing back. Yeah. And I went, I don't want to hear you. And she went, you don't even know my story. And she, I went. I don't want to know your story. Yeah, but if you knew my story, you wouldn't talk to me like that. And I thought, oh, I if anybody... it's coming to hard done by stories, I'll fucking knock you into <laughs> do you, a his <laughs> hat.
0: Do you ever look back and go, what should I, what should I said? All right, this <laughs> ain't story time,
1: <laughs> or something like that. You've just done that. It's you, don't fucking... <laughs> you don't want Jack and
0: You don't to know who I am. Would have been, would have followed up well yeah. with. This ain't story time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you want to visit the bottom of the lake, and um. So when I went, I don't want to know the story. And I felt like saying, if we're going to have a trade-off, I'm a 61-year-old man living in a £30 tent, I win. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> at least you've you got a roof over your head. So anyway, they um, they left, they packed up. Right. So that's why the, the, the manager of the campsite owes me one. Home. But as they went off, they drove to my tent, oh, circled good. it, and just beat their horns for 15 minutes. And I still felt I'd won. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Were you lying there with your hands over your ears crying?
1: Yeah, I just put a meditation tape on and said, I'm bigger than this. You're just coming down <laughs> off your beta Blockers. Yeah. Oh my God. Everyone hates me, even in the NHS. <laughs> I clapped for you. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the thanks I yeah. get. <laughs> so, oh, that's, just, that's just one of the nights. You're a but,
0: hero. Yeah. work in progress, as, as Mark <laughs> has just demonstrated. And this podcast is no exception. In short, it's spoken out perfectly imperfect lives, And if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this, man, then our work here is done. You can follow us on Instagram at I'm Finecast and search all of our episodes by category and tag at our website, I'mFinecast.com. And feel free to drop us an email at I'mFinecast at gmail.com. Please do give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, As we said last last week, if you don't, you're just mean and miserable. Uh, and if this is the first time you, you you've been with us, I mean this is our kind of third one back, isn't it? Yeah. Um, some people are listening. Then uh, welcome, and um, we'll do our best to uh,
1: give you. Get, not all the stories as good as this. Wow,
0: <laughs> that's pretty good actually. I haven't yeah. had a good old story from you in a while. No. Um, so coming up in this episode, where uh, we got some bookmarks in work life ballet, we're going to look at finding your true north and authentic self. And in Brain Food, I wanted to pick up on one of the themes from last week where we we're talking about why we often choose short-term, often instant gratification, when we know it's not healthy for us in the long term. Mm. So i to pick that up. And I found one little article about how short-termism is probably going to be the, the downfall of, of society, which I thought was quite interesting.
1: G- can I bookmark that bookmark? Am I, cr- I I
0: don't know. because the meta, isn't Can
1: I just mention, as long as I say it out loud, I remember it, bargain hunt.
0: Right, I'm going to put that in, I'm going to, I'm going to make notes in my um, bargain, can't spell bargain mark. Yeah, it was just Bar- something that came up today, which hunt.
1: we had a discussion very soon. Are watching point, daytime just... TV again? No. you got TV in your tent? I haven't got electricity on the whole site. Right, you're just remembering I an could... old episode. I don't know what, <laughs> what we <laughs> could do. Just sitting there regaining, kind yeah. of. <laughs> They're all oh, the same. Oh, oh, like... <laughs>
0: yeah, that was a good one.
1: I'll tell you what I could do, I could um, read some of the reviews of my campsite. <laughs> have you got some?
0: <laughs> yes. You're going to have to
1: dig those out. Yeah. yeah oh, no, no do
0: are they at hand? Don't tell me they're a screenshot.
1: No, 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 no. They're on the site.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, no, we should look at that. Uh, so, uh, should we get on? Yeah, let's, okay, let's go. <laughs> Bookmarks: uh, Washington State and Washington DC. Mark. Mm-hmm. I was edu- I was in education for you last week, wasn't I? Mm-hmm. So, the District of Columbia has been separate from Maryland and Virginia for over two hundred years. So District of Columbia is where Washington, that's the D.C. in yeah. Washington. I'm sure you knew that bit, didn't you? Mm-hmm. The District of Columbia isn't a state, okay. but it's sandwiched between Maryland and Virginia. There's another I'm Fine podcast. <laughs> what? Not for long. Is it, is it your? I thought it might have been your, your solo you effort. You don't keep the noise there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Don't tell me it's all mental health as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Too, it is. It's well, kind of all these, uh, these, uh,
0: these vets. I mean, they all kind of look big and hard, so I'm not going to take them on. Yeah, but they but they spell fine, um, F dot I dot N dot E dot. As it, does it stand for something? I don't know. I think they've just found ours and go. Let's be different. And, It'll uh, be anyway, F period I period. Let, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess we'll let, it's American. Well, let them get on with it. It's a big world. Yeah. There's lots of things to talk about. We don't. And we can't buy the words no. and and trademark them, can we? Everyone can share, can't they? Mm. So um. if you um, listen to it? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Not I won't go that far <laughs> um, I often miss things in our pods when I listen back to them mm. Normally you're kind of quips that I just talk over Yeah, I'm there's sorry. a couple of good ones There was a couple, of, I'm sorry about that That's
1: okay nothing I, I like do. that you miss them I, I, like... I,
0: can't, I can't separate the audio I can't, I can't, you know, shut me up and let you kind of I feel bad because some of them are absolute crackers And you also, um, over imbibing, you got in last week Okay and I, and I heard at the time and thought, I don't know what you mean. Never heard it. Have you not? Sitting by is drinking alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Never knew that. To absorb or assimilate ideas or knowledge. Mm. So I guess it's ingestion, right? Of ideas Mm. or booze, right? Yeah. That's nice. I like your vocab. Good. It's rich and colourful. China um, are struggling.
1: For people? Yes. Did you send it to me or did I see it? I I have no idea what I did about an hour ago, to be fair, (laughs) Mark. One of the things that I've been looking at is some stuff that's come out about fertility rates in America, and they're absolutely dive-bombing. Mm. And you're thinking, we've talked about eugenics before. Yeah. You might have a, a massive war. Well, that isn't yeah. going to make enough, is it, unless it's nuclear, in which case that's the ultimate yeah. eugenics. Disease, which mm-hmm. obviously has done a bit of a clear out, but not yeah. on a big scale. But if you actually make the world infertile, mm-hmm. Um, And I was looking at these figures in the States and like the levels of testosterone and levels of fertility is just plummeting to the point that, and I think this was the the China thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Not just that fertility has gone down. No, it it was obviously they've got
0: got laws in place to to stop you having so many children. Yeah, they
1: they relaxed that from the one child, didn't they?
0: So after four decades of birth control, starting when the 12th Party Congress in 1982 enshrined family planning. Mm. Uh, as a basic state policy, China has finally woke up and realised that it may have gone too far and for too long when it comes to intervening in birth control. By every yardstick, China is walking into a textbook demographic crisis of failing birth rates, a shrinking labour force and ballooning numbers of pensioners. It's a U-turning population policy that has come too late. Only eight years ago, China's most famous film director, Yang Yimu, was fined $1.2 million Uh, US dollars for having three kids, Mm. yet today local governments are scrambling to reward people for having more babies. Um, Gangsha, the capital of Hunan province, has promised to give 10,000 yuan, uh, which is about 1,390 US dollars in cash for the third child and every couple. If the experience in Japan, South Korea, and many other countries uh, can offer a reference, China's efforts to increase its birth rate will be a long-term struggle. Once the country's population starts to decline, which is likely to happen in 2022, it will be extremely difficult to reverse the trend. Mm. The clips I saw was talking about they're not going to have they're going to have an aging population. They're not going to have enough people to go and work and make stuff. Yeah, there's enough people. So uh, I can't remember the actual kind of the ratios, but I think we're at like 1.3 or 1.4. Mm. And they're like mm. one or one point, you know, yeah. it's really yeah. low, but yeah. it's too low. Yeah, And um, because they've been doing it for so long, you, you can't reverse that. But you think there's so many
1: of them, but it's, you think at that scale. But it's maths. When I was looking at that, I was thinking it is maths. It's if you, well, there's other things as well. There's other factors in terms of, especially things, and I'm not going to be contentious. This isn't me being so. Go on. No, please. It but it's good the ratings. Whole, the whole, one of the things that um, I was listening to was saying that, in the decline of most major or as most major not necessarily dynasties but sort of you know empires mm. have started to fall quite often gender and sexuality has become much more of the thing and this person was was a an expert on roman history and was sort of saying the sort of fall of the roman empire coincided with the sort of i don't mean with the debauchery i'm trying i'm trying to use my words but in terms that gender and sexuality became much more of um a thing within society
0: but why why would that affect
1: anything well what they're saying is is that we've talked before about this thing about true freedom can't come without discipline yeah and so or, or restraint or restraint yeah yeah and so
0: okay so having no structure everyone just shagging everybody in sight right Re- indiscriminate Sex and exploration of said thing, right? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Well, Does, uh, doesn't necessarily make... You think it would make more babies, but you're saying it's not? Am I missing the point here? Yeah, no,
1: the point I'm making is, is, that, is that, that if you go back to the typical nuclear family, as back yeah. in the days, of a heterosexual couple yeah. who have 2.4 children, like yeah, yeah. you always yeah, yeah. used to and be And everybody the did. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Then, and, then you have a constant, you have a norm. So
0: the exploration of sexuality, you're saying, is, is going against that because... If same-sex are getting together, there's going to be no babies.
1: Yeah, I mean that doesn't that doesn't. Same-sex couples obviously can have babies, but I think I think what happens is that people's if they have the luxury of
0: being being able to afford it or being in a society where that is allowed yeah do you know what i mean it's not yeah. it's not just a given is it well also that's going well it's more likely to be a given if you've got nothing in the back of beyond and you're a, a, a man and you know biological man biological woman and you can have a baby and then you and you raise it yeah you raise it in a jungle if you wanted That's yeah, my point, point the point i was anywhere. making with
1: it with the china the china model is that we used to have tax breaks if you were married mm. and you get child allowance in this country when you have children and in america you get even more if you're married and Mm. money for children and i think you get some help with your mortgage as well Mm. you know if you're a traditional family so what i'm saying is as the structures break it it isn't a comment on people identifying differently or having different sexualities but the the typical structure changes so it's Mm. a it's a a more fluid situation within society Mm. whereas you know man woman 2.4 children Mm you could watch the graph and how it's going to go up. Yeah, okay, yeah, So what you've now got is all these factors coming in. You've got a lowering of fertility, you've got a lowering of t- t- testosterone, yeah, yeah. you've got an increase in same-sex couples who may or may not want yeah, children, okay, yeah. or, but, yeah. but there is so many more options is the point yeah, I'm exactly, making. So I think what's happening is that you've got less certainty about where you're going mm. in terms of numbers. Yeah. And when you were saying, I think South Korea is about the lowest one of the most lowest of the sort of bigger countries in terms of but I was looking at some for, for Britain and they think we're close to peaking It's the, yeah. the the article I read said that we've been our birth rate has continued to go for two reasons One is because of immigration new people come in yeah. so the numbers of your population grow yeah and often the people coming with traditionally not mm. stereotyping, but we traditionally might have larger families yeah. or bring children with them, yeah, yeah. which is something I guess China doesn't have the same immigration or the, new, the influx yeah, of people know. coming in from different cultures. But yeah, I think it is interesting in terms that we've always been told about the population crisis, and I'm seeing things now going. The best thing you can do to save the world and to save climate is not have kids, and it's yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts.
0: So we're talking about finding our true north. A lot of the references about finding your true north, which is kind of what it basically means is finding your direction, finding Mm -hmm. your as in true north as in your navigational path. A lot of them, as we were just talking a minute ago, refers to kind of leadership techniques. Yeah. But I think we can kind of talk about this in relation to everyday life, not Mm -hmm. necessarily leadership and business. So the phrase discover your true north was coined by Harvard Business School uh, professor and author. Bill George in his best-selling book by the same name. While finding your true north meaning originated from the the north point on a physical compass, Bill George explained that discovering your true north is about following your internal compass. Mm -hmm. This kind of also reminded me of my chat with Joe on one of our Mm -hmm. podcasts, I can't remember the uh, episode 49, um, where we were talking about finding your finding your center or finding your home or the place that, and that often isn't necessarily your direction. It's either the feeling you create or thinking of somewhere that is safe and nurturing where you can kind of go to, to feel comfortable and feel less vulnerable less exposed. Mm. Um, so you can become a functioning human being. Um, So just as a compass points at a fixed point in the globe, your personal true north pulls you forward. It guides you on your path, to your destination, and helps you stay on track to become the best person and the best team leader in this case, Mm. as you can be. When you find your true north, you discover your, your authentic self, which we'll talk about in a minute. It's a combination of your purpose and your beliefs, and you decide what you value the most in life and put that at the forefront. Mm. We've kind of talked about it on pods before where I think you were talking about how we don't plan our lives. I've got the I've got the eight got the eight yeah. hundred hours or eighty hours kind of stuck in my head. I, I can't remember what the, it was. I think the
1: the percentage. If we just of, put of your us... lifetime, isn't yeah. it? And
0: kind of. So if your lifespan is eighty thousand hours and you spend only one percent of that planning your life, that would be eight hundred hours. And and do we really spend eight hundred hours
1: planning our life, or even eight for that matter? It's like a lot of hours, and we basically spend yeah a couple on the back of an envelope. <laughs> yeah, we? that's right. Just going back to that though, my mm-hmm. um. The thing about values that just reminded me that the the only one therapist that has had any effect on me we did an exercise about looking at values Mm. with complete honesty and it's quite i found it quite interesting is that the things that i felt i should value (laughs) as in people's expectations of me or society's expectations of me didn't always come up as high Mm. and i posted that thing what do you mean well, I'll give you an example. That thing I posted on my Insta story the other day, like, don't set yourself on fire to keep others warm. warm. yeah. It's nice. Thank you. That you was, didn't write it? No. I stole it. <laughs> I love the way you,
0: you take credit. Thank you. I thank you. I, I know how to take a screenshot of my phone and post it on
1: Instagram. <laughs> um, I think I did put credit. So what I meant by that was that when when I discussed in therapy about values, it was, so do you... You know, put in order how you value these things. And you go, I know what the correct answer is. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, you're a nightmare three, on those four, things. one, two, <laughs> I'll pass. Next. And it's like, but three wasn't top for me. Yeah. It was the one that I imagined. You're only cheating yourself. But, yeah. You? And, and so when I came out with, it was a total honesty thing, was was then I questioned, was I pursuing things because I think that was the right thing to do? Yeah. So, yeah, my values on this are really, really Wasn't high. that
0: group therapy as well? Was that group therapy when you were going through that? that yeah. particular so exercise? It was, so you're in a group of people you probably want to beat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you're on your own, how do you see that differently or do you see that differently now? Because that was a while ago when you did that. I think it's... So do you think about your values and your belief yeah, systems a lot? T-
1: today, this True North thing has, has been... And as I said to you when I came in, I've taken it slightly differently to Mm. to what your description you just gave. How I looked at it was on a daily basis. I want at the end of the day to have, and you were saying about the authentic self, Mm. I almost want at the end of the day to be able to look myself in the mirror and go, you've sort of done what you said you'd sort of do. (laughs) And I don't (laughs) don't do that. Because what I do is I meander away from the stuff that i talk about yeah i meditate every day i meditate but not properly yeah or i
0: meditate oh that's the sort of yeah you're right you're close but no cigar on a lot of things is that what you're saying yeah
1: and it's like i'm a carnivore but today i didn't have access to meat for a variety of reasons (laughs) and i ended up eating shit but like i'm not going to share that it's like i'm a carnivore and it's doing all these things for (laughs) me so, yeah, I think the authentic self is almost being able to look yourself in the mirror. It is around accountability and actually say, you weren't perfect today, but mm. you stuck pretty well to your beliefs, your values yeah. and your intentions. Yeah. And I, I want to do that on a daily basis. And then what I'm finding is I don't do it on a daily basis. I look at myself at the end of the day and go, you fucked up a bit there mm. or that was a bit. yeah Yeah, you didn't need to shout at those nurses (laughs) you know what i mean so i think someone did today really has made me think that what i want to do is to go you weren't perfect today but you were pretty good Mm -hmm. and i don't think i feel that every day i sometimes feel that i I think it's good to get close isn't it i think we probably put too much pressure on
0: ourselves to absolutely nail it every day yeah and also i think you said this it might be your bookmark when you came in it depends how you measure and judge the success Yes That the measurement Can be successful or not Depending on What you are setting As the bar Right yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense Yeah Do you want to give your example That you gave when you came in For About me. having a good About having a successful day
1: Yeah it was about And,
0: and the mindset around that Yeah As okay. so if you go well, I've had a shit day Because I haven't done any of the things I was going to do Or it could be I didn't set myself anything to do today So it's just gone to waste So yeah. I can't
1: judge it If I set myself a goal Of having a wasteful day yeah. I might have smashed that Yeah and, <laughs> go me i think the example Check. i gave you fell between the two because i i mentioned three things i'd done today that were things yeah. i wanted to do and i was pleased i did them yeah you don't but you still didn't feel like you had a good day a successful but, but, day but they took an hour <laughs> what each no <laughs> <laughs> for the three
0: that sounds awesome
1: no but, but it was just
0: like right i don't know what i'll do for the rest of the day
1: yeah and then it was like well if you've now got all those achieved quickly yeah therefore build on that success whereas i I don't think it felt like a good day today because although i ticked those boxes there was just a great big void of yeah sort of nothingness just of wasted time and Mm. so i don't feel it was a great day whereas i think if i'd said right you've achieved those three set yourself a couple of Mm. things for the afternoon and achieve them
0: we do put ourselves under a lot of pressure to achieve and move on i know i do yeah and to kind of keep improving keep iterating refining do you know what i mean Yet we may not think about to what end. Yes. Maybe this is kind of, we kind of already talked about some like short term, we talked about the the China thing just a minute ago. Mm. That is short termism. Yeah. In its finest. You haven't thought about what the consequences of reducing people's ability to have Mm. chilled offspring Mm. is going to create further down the line. They've yeah. got all the brains in the world there, and they haven't done the maths. Yeah. And it's not hard maths, is it? <laughs> no, they've just got, for whatever reason, policy. Because policy of, of, often is, and we've talked about this before with COVID and all the things yeah. we, used, we used, used to talk about, short-termism destroys the thing that you're trying to make better. Yeah. You know, the fact we have five years, a five-year term for our government. Yeah. What can you do in five years Yeah, when... You're talking about a civilization that's been around for thousands of years and will hopefully continue to be around for thousands of years.
1: This was Joe Rogan's uh, point.
0: It, why isn't there? I'm sure we've talked about this before. Why isn't there a committee, your common sense committee, Yeah. Go. let's plan the next 50 years, Yes. yes regardless of, of the people that we have in for five years at a time or 10 yeah. years at a time, if they're, if they're kept in. So there is something. And then you're like, well, who votes them in? And I understand how that works. You know, we always got like a, a world police who were just kind of keeping everything going. Yeah which probably happen in any way. You vote for the person you think is going to be in power. Yeah. It often feels like there's someone else in power, so maybe it's already happening. But.
1: <clears throat> and British politics have just yeah, emphasised go... how temporary it all so is buy- anyway.
0: Yeah. Buying your vote, right here, right now, they get in, can't actually do that. Yeah. You know, I just, I've just been thinking about how I got in after that. I'm, that's short-termism, and it? it's finest. Well,
1: that did, going back to this Joe Rogan thing, he was um, speaking to somebody, and they were quite contentious. They were having a lot of disagreements, and they were talking about president and they were saying like what happens on the first day you sort of go in and go this is your office sir Mm -hmm. and now we're going to show you a few videos of how we didn't land on the moon how kennedy (laughs) wasn't shot and how elvis is still alive and what did happen at roswell yeah (laughs) and all the things you've mentioned that you're going to do none of them are possible all the promises you've made yeah i heard about you're um, not in charge here pal that one of those yeah yeah you think you are it's like um i've heard and i need to check this but i'll say anyway um i've heard that both do feel? both um hillary clinton and obama in i think 2011 mm. voted against same-sex marriage mm. i think i've heard that too which is obviously it needed to happen at the time for whatever reason yeah politically yeah yeah but it's like if i got that might have been just to get in the vote they might not have believed in it at all yeah
0: all their advisors go and say this you're yeah. gonna get them on side yeah. right? or yeah. johnson going he's in favor of brexit I mean he he didn't have any strong feelings but we don't always think about what our beliefs are what our belief systems are yeah and I guess again like the the food thing we don't necessarily think you know what we do now in the here and now iteratively is going to kind of manifest down further down the line yes it's that kind of ripple effect isn't it you know you're a degree out here you'll be five miles out yeah down the road I don't think we quite have the short-term values and kind of long-term goals kind of aligned do you know what I mean and I think Because we might not even thought about them in the first place. So then you've got nothing to align to. But I just want to go quickly through. This is is in the context of being a business leader, but I think it still applies. There's six stages to this. So becoming an authentic leader, finding your true north helps you develop those positive qualities of a great leader. Uh, Among uh, others, these qualities include transparency and authenticity. The relationship between leaders and team members is based on trust. Uh, Just as the the leader trusts their team to compete their jobs uh, efficiently, team members must believe they have an ethical leader. Uh, Two, uh, increase your self awareness. You begin to understand what really makes you tick as a person. Your mind becomes clear of that internal, um, internal and external noise. Develop intrinsic motivation. Doing something for yourself without an external reward. Authentic, doesn't it? There's kind of... Yeah. You're doing
1: it for maybe good or the right reasons rather than... There's a little bit kind of, used to say about giving to charity without having to tell everyone yeah. on Facebook that you've given to charity.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, being intrinsically motivated will help you stay inspired and motivated because you truly care about what you're doing. Mm. For uh, excel at what's important to you. Be good at what you do. Mm. That shows, doesn't it? You, you can be more tra- well, what trustworthy value, and... values the word, isn't it? Respected. Yeah. uh create a positive change a lot of these things actually reading read them about how other others perceive you mm-hmm. when i first thought start thinking about true north I, uh, and being authentic particularly it shouldn't really matter what other people are thinking but i guess this is it again as a as a caveat is in the context of a leadership so if yeah. you're dealing with teams and other people maybe that works outside of work environment too
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's like your business. It's like you've probably got a list of aims and objectives and goals that aren't always just based around money. I would, I'd no. imagine you have quite a high yeah. Yeah, no, sort 100%. of moral conscience about where like you operate and the way you I treat I, people. I like think so.
0: Yeah, certainly where we treat people. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I kind of question, not the kind of things we're helping people to peddle, <laughs>
1: but it does make you think. You buy pizza sometimes, don't you, for the people at work? I and you've got beanbags. Well,
0: my big lunch was buying the team lunch today. So. Wow.
1: Wow. Were they allowed steak? Everyone had... Well, (laughs) most people had
0: steak. We went to a steak restaurant. Okay. That's what they serve there. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Shall I go into authentic self? That's the bit that resonates with me. Okay. So I'll I'll start with a a quote by Brenny Brown. Do you know Mm -hmm. Brenny Brown? Mm -hmm. Uh, In order for connection to happen, we have to allow ourselves to be seen, really seen. Uh, authenticity means having a keen awareness of who you are, which is just, this will kind yeah. of resonate with the stuff I just talked about, who you are and what you stand for and expressing yourself honestly and consistently to the world. So authenticity means speaking your opinions honestly in a healthy way, making decisions that align with your values and beliefs, pursuing your passions, listening to the inner voice guiding you forward, allowing yourself to be vulnerable and open hearted and setting boundaries and walking away from toxic situations. Now we're getting into the, yeah. the guts of, but I think that can apply to work as well. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, if you don't have any of those things, you can't be authentic in any setting. No, no. that's family, whether that's friends, whether that's work. But do you think? Do you, th- th- I mean? do you th- feel the authentic- even even performing in the arts, you've got to have you've got to have those qualities because you're not yeah. going you're not going to be credible or no. sellable or believable or
1: investable in. You mm. know? Do you think the authentic self goes hand in hand with the sort of self care? A hundred percent, because and I think this is per- personally what I think.
0: I am missing. The thing I'm struggling with is that I've got nothing to, to grab onto. Direction is either lost mm-hmm. or, or needs resetting or needs re, recalibrating. Or you've achieved the things you wanted to do. Or you find yourself in a different situation where, where your, your landscape is different. And I think that the true north thing is good because I think you can be just looking around. You could do a full 360 and not know where the fuck you want to go. Or why you want to go anywhere at all Mm. and that kind of often if you don't have that that can often just lead to despair and emptiness and yeah and then you're kind of getting into self-identity and who you are and who you used to be
1: and who who Mm. you were and who Mm. and why you mean just just very quickly just that's just reminding me something as i say there's there's only one therapist that's had any sort of positive change in my life and we had a discussion and we've mentioned this before about she was saying how i seek suffering Mm. um but it was still something to grab hold of because yeah. what you just described then, the emptiness, it, it's almost better to have the emotion of suffering than have no yeah. feeling at all in yeah. some ways. Because at least you're alive, yeah. even if it's a, a negative feeling. And I can remember having a really emotional discussion with her once. I said, I'm treading water, for, like in every respect, I'm mm. just keeping alive. Yeah, yeah. But I said, I can't tread water forever. Yeah. and am getting tired. Yeah. Mm. I said, there'll come a time when my arms will stop moving. Yeah. And we were talking about this as a sort of, you know, sort of as a metaphor, I guess, for life. Mm. And I was saying, if I could see a coastline, then I'll start swimming. There's something on the yeah. horizon. Yeah. Just a sh- a But I said, I'm only going to tread water because whatever direction I go in, if I don't see a coastline, is as likely to be wrong as it is to be right. Yeah. So I'd rather stay here. Yeah. Alone, treading water in the hope that something will come. Into yeah. my eye line, yeah. like a boat or a yeah, plane or something. Yeah. But if I start swimming and it's towards the horizon, then I'm going to get tired quicker. Damn it if you do, damn it if yeah. you don't. So it's yeah, like, it's, it's a, almost it's like doing nothing was an option because yeah. the other option could be making the wrong decision. <laughs> And you're not gonna last very long yeah. if you swim into the shark. There's
0: such paralysis in that, isn't there? Yeah. And I was
1: saying to her, all I need to see is that coastline, all I need to have is that bit of hope, I guess. And then you can start yeah. the journey towards Yeah. And I know it's getting a bit flowery now, but no, you know. No, what no, I, mean? I think
0: that, that's a really good one because I think there's there's a there's a dis, there is a distance thing there. And we're kinda of talking about finding your finding your centre, as we talked about with Joe, finding your direction. So those those are very different things. The direction I guess your true north. It could be fucking miles away. Yeah, yeah. You you can't see it. This is how I picture it. You can't see it like your coastline. Mm-hmm. But you know it's roughly in that direction. Yeah. And I think yeah. when I'm talking to the, the 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 people, the clients that I work for, that is actually quite important. It doesn't matter if you've got a rough idea. I don't. You don't need to write it down. You don't need to mm. draw it. Mm. You don't need to be so descriptive about what it is you're trying to achieve because you might not know what that is. But if broadly yeah. this
1: way, it's the right way to swim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is. Yeah,
0: and start and then it might make it might things might just come into view yeah so i think it is yeah. a really good energy but i think i think you can be lost somewhere in between
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah you might you might not be solid in yourself and not have a direction mm-hmm. not a really good not a good place to be yeah. at all you could be solid in yourself and have no direction Or mm-hmm. you're not solid in yourself and have direction is that yeah. three things I've yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, my view is that what we have to focus on first is is self. there's no point worrying about the coastline or the di- yeah. the direction yeah. if you're not got your shit together yeah you know you understand what it is that that moves you yeah and i'll put this link up on on our, on our notes but the f- the first part of the seven strategies here for finding your authentic self the first one is take is take personal inventory um asking yourself some direct questions can help you discover who you are when you're not putting on your mask or betraying your core values when you get clear on your values you'll find it easier to make decisions in line with your authentic self for example which type of people activities or situations make you feel most alive Mm. are there people or parts of your life that makes you feel unhappy angry or toxic to take it a step further in situations um, that feel wrong to you what's really going on so if you write down who you're with what emotions come up what these experiences cost you emotionally or physically Mm. and then in the moment in the situations where you feel authentic what's going on you also write them down who you with what activities are involved and what positive emotions are outcomes uh, of these experiences so there's a practical thing you can do yeah which i actually think is pretty helpful i'm actually going to try it so just from doing this activity alone you may already get a sense of what needs to change so i don't think we often think about those things it might be, it might not just be who you with it might be your environment but what i think is the case is we don't actually have a kind of write them down. We may think about them a lot. They may taunt us, but we don't write them down and really spend that time to think about where the joy is or where the nourishment is.
1: I've just made a decision fairly recently that is a rational decision on an emotional subject. Mm -hmm. And that's never how I've worked in the past. I've always just dealt emotionally with anything. So it was, I've always dealt with feelings. Mm. So if I want to feed my addiction, I'll feed my addiction. So it's an emotional response. If I did a logical response and go, feeding that addiction is going to, you know, yeah, not be a positive situation. I don't know if this ties in exactly what you're saying. I've stopped going to the track, as you know. Mm-hmm. And the reason I've got, stopped going to the track is that I had an altercation with somebody and it made me sad rather than angry. Mm-hmm. I've sat back and said to myself, you love sprinting, you love the track. So that's on one side. Mm -hmm. In the middle This is you writing them down, these things down, the things that you like, right? In the middle, Mm. the sort of middle of the scales, was the fact that although I had some sense of community, Mm. I didn't feel particularly attached to that community except for the hour I was with them. Yeah. So they were important for that hour. After that not. After Mm. that not. Mm. My life wouldn't be ruined if I didn't see those people again. Yeah. And then on the negative I basically worked it out that if I felt uncomfortable being at the track mm. because of this altercation, I would feel uncomfortable driving to the track. Mm-hmm. I would think about the track beforehand and get worried. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to spend the whole time either avoiding this person or having to act in a way that wasn't necessarily mm. natural and also probably hide it from the rest of the group because they don't know we've had the altercation yeah. and it would upset yeah, yeah, the balance yeah. of the group. I would then drive home, and if I was in a bad place, that would mm. bring me further down. Yeah, sure. With my living accommodation at the moment, you don't want to be going back after having... And finding you have no li- uh, living accommodation, <laughs> yeah. and it's up a tree, <laughs> and <it's> yourself. <laughs> um,
0: so what, what do you think? My, my mind goes, we'll go and find another track.
1: Yeah, my mind...
0: why destroy...
1: Yeah, ironic, that, you, that is authentic to you which is your running yeah and because I don't go to the track some people have said oh you've let her win or you've let that disagreement be more important to the mm. track or are you exactly mm, as you said mm. you're going to go somewhere else and it's interesting whether I, I keep doing the shot or or whatever was that in my head it's almost that passage of my life has finished mm-hmm so maybe get the excitement by trying something new mm-hmm. and finding a new community and a new mm-hmm. location. So that was a real rational decision based on if I continue to go to the track up to three times a week, I'm going to have anxiety, yeah. nervousness, worry, deceit, mm-hmm. whatever it happens. Mm-hmm. And that isn't worth running up and down a piece of no, but athletics it? track.
0: But is it, it's also not worth stopping you doing that at all anywhere else no which unless is... unless you also kind of made, cause you to analyze what it is that you actually like doing do you like running as much as you do because i think so, it's about not winning at it so that's probably not going to make you very happy either so yeah
1: i think maybe the irrational part of this is that i almost feel if i then go and join another, another club there's the whole it almost makes it more awkward because when i then turn up and other people from my club a racing against me or competing it's going to be mm. i don't want to say well i've left the club yeah, i'm just yeah. saying i've fallen out of love with sprinting mm. so i guess it isn't totally rational and maybe that's a bit of an emotional response yeah. but it's easier for me to go i'm not sprinting anymore that's why i'm not there mm. and people can then accept that mm. but the, the the caveat to all this or the postscript to all this is that the main coach after about four weeks of me not going sent me a text and after four weeks, I was going, I made the right decision because no fucker cares. Because no one's asked me how I am. Yeah. So it's like. It's not much community, is it? Yeah. <laughs> and he sent really nice text. Even though I don't. Even though I wouldn't. You know, I don't partake outside yeah. of, of the track. Yeah. yeah. And I, I wouldn't, if they didn't turn up, I wouldn't ask them how they yeah, were. Yeah, right. So, I mean, I know I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> and of course, I didn't reply for three weeks to his. Yeah, of course didn't. No. His text. But this was one of the things about the authentic self is that I said to myself today, knowing I was going to come on here, mm. reply to him. He's he's done the right thing, and it's a caring thing. Yeah. And if you don't reply for three weeks, he's going to go, well, good riddance to him, mm-hmm. ignorant sod. So you replied. So I replied. and well done. And I, I, I... And you just replied back, with, who's this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I, sort of, I just sort of said to him, like, I'm not coming to the track at the moment and I'm not sprinting at the moment. You know, I'm not injured, but, you yeah. know, things might change. But I really appreciate yeah. you. for. Yeah. And he said, you know, you're welcome here any And mm. if things get bad, give me a call. And so that, that feels quite complete now. But I think that was what I'm saying about authentic self in how I read this is that I wouldn't be tr- being true to myself if three times a week I was having to put on a mask. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And pretend everything was all right. Yeah. Um,
0: Would you say that you were, you were being present doing that
1: as yeah. a link here?
0: Yes, if that's your next one. No <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh. It's about being present, the ability to be present with yourself. I think, it's, I think this is relevant. Yeah. No matter what is going on around you, is essential to authenticity. If you're always distracted by your mental chatter or reacting to external situations, you're not aware of your own state of being. Classic one, practice taking a pause to breathe and check in with yourself regularly throughout the day. I love all this stuff, but I find yeah. it really hard to do. Yeah, um, This will strengthen your mindfulness and help you notice when you are being inauthentic. With awareness, you will find opportunities to express yourself more fully and take actions that feel more in line with the real you. I kind of see that as just kind of checking in with yourself. You kind of go, okay, right now, what do I need? What do I want? Mm. And kind of listen to your, I don't think we listen to ourselves. I think we listen to the, the head, don't we? Yeah.
1: What are you going to say? Sorry. I just my what This new watch that I've got. that have been going on about. Will say things like, "Stop what you're doing and have a break," you mm. n- or "You need to move or have a stretch." Yeah. And it's God, what a nag! <laughs> but it what then a it, nag. it then says, "Well done" when you've done it, and it's like, "I knew I needed to move." Yeah, as I said that I, sounds like my brain. Apart from the well done. Yeah. Bit. Well, I, I ignore it, and, then
0: but, even, but if, and if, if I do something, it doesn't thank me
1: for but it. But if if the watch takes that role, mm. I'm going to do it. To almost train myself to, to beat the watch, yeah you know, if I've been static if i've been sat down or yeah. whatever and not moved it's like before it's I'm told people. yeah before i 'm told to do it, yeah i 'll do it
0: beat you. yeah yeah <laughs> uh, talk about community, build your social support system. this means intentionally giving your time and attention to people who not only are true to themselves but also support you in your journey. This is really important because mm. so i've been talking to people recently about being held you share mm-hmm. some. you share stuff. Personal stuff, physically hard stuff. Do you mean it could be? I wasn't talking about a cuddle. Okay. do you want to cuddle, Mark? Come <laughs> on, I'm just picking up signs you might want a little cuddle We've got two Apple Max between us, never stopped us before. Um, no, being held emotionally, not physically. Okay, so, explain like that. So start. you go to me, How are you doing, Demo? and I go, Well, I'm having a tough day, Mark. There's this and that and that, and I'm stressed about that. Mm-hmm. And you don't go, Oh, well, should we, you know, yeah. get on with a pod or whatever? Yeah, or we just go, It'll be all right, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be <laughs> fine tomorrow. Just sleep on it. Yeah. Turn that from that, that upside down. <laughs> yeah. Or some people don't listen. Or you see them switching off. Mm. Or they're you know, looking over your shoulder. or They pick the phone up. Or mm. or they say something and you go, are you even fucking listening to me? Mm. I don't necessarily want answers. I just want people to go, yeah, okay, I'm hearing you. Mm. That's where I think is being held. Maybe not non-judgmental. Yeah. You know what I what I mean? Soothing. You feel, I can... you feel you can share anything without feeling empty and lost when you've kind of given it to somebody. I always think of it like a vase. You're handing a priceless, very fragile, delicate vase mm. to someone, and you go, "They are hold my," and they <clears throat> and they just fucking drop it straight in front, and you're like, "Brilliant, thank mm. you." Now I feel brilliant. Um, Taking inventory of your social circle from time to time and surround yourself with supportive people who l- uplift you. They can encourage you to shine as your true self. I think people put them, so we talked about them earlier on. People putting putting themselves under pressure about what other people think, and I think some people think we need to surround ourselves with more people rather than less. Of the right people, or even no one, <laughs> because yes. you can't find anyone that holds you. Take daily action towards authenticity. It can feel like a big abstract concept, but when you really look at it, it comes down to your day-to-day actions. Because it's those seemingly small moments—the things you say, your decisions, your actions—that add up to who you really are. Is
1: that you? Wouldn't have thought so.
0: What's that, Mark? You got a message?
1: <laughs> no, I'll ignore that <laughs> till the new year. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, number six was take a step back to gain perspective. When you find yourself in a rut, it makes sense to apply all your brain power to come up with a solution. But sometimes that approach can get you nowhere and just lead to a cycle of overthinking. I don't know what they mean. I have no idea what they mean about that. <laughs> what, getting yourself all twisted up in knots? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what they mean. Yeah, you might need to take some time off. I really don't know what they mean. Um, take a day or a week to do something fun. Taking a break helps you listen to your heart and your gut. Uh, I'm finding that really difficult at the moment. Mm-hmm. The idea of time off terrifies me. This has been a constant theme with you. When we (laughs)
1: talked about work-life balance, you were going like, I've got work, why do I need life?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Work is life, Mark. Um, And the last one is recognize internal versus external influences. Uh, So when you want to know how to be authentic self, it helps to differentiate your internal motivations and external influences. Does that make sense? So internal motivators are those drives and desires that come from your come from deep within. And I'm talking about heart dreams that push you to become a better person. Your external ones refer to decisions you make based on external factors like money, status, recognition, or expectations from others.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. And the, I was just going to interject on the, the one you said, number five, about planning. Over the last 102 pods, we've come up with a whole number of things that we've don't probably still do ourselves like plan our days and set goals and targets and drink enough and take our supplements and all these other things we don't do but i've just been thinking i've been thinking so much about this I, I read the stuff you sent down and what i've decided for tomorrow and i can only really plan for tomorrow in some respects is if you ask me tomorrow how my day's been mm. i'm going to have an idea of what i'm going to achieve tomorrow and if i achieve those unless something goes horrendously wrong mm. then I'll be able to look you in the eye and go yeah it's been a good day yeah because these were the factors that if i carried them out i believe would would result in a good day now you can't stop something bad happening and falling over and breaking your leg or you know someone nicking your tent but i've already started doing this on the because i had a long drive up today as you know and i was sitting in the car and thinking tomorrow I'm going to ring my sister. Mm. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to do some hill sprints. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I listed all the things I'm going to do. And if I achieve all of those, and they're very achievable, I feel it'll be a good day. And at the moment, I can't measure a good day because I don't know what a good day looks like. Yeah. But if I know in advance, if I know when I wake up, that those are the, that's the skeleton yeah. of a good day, yeah, yeah, yeah. then at least I can go, well, you said it. Six o'clock this morning, this was a good day. i yeah. have achieved it all. Or- yeah. Can I leave you with a quote for this section mm-hmm. um, from
0: Neil uh, Pasricha, author of You Are Awesome. I've not read it, have you? No. No. When you're authentic, you end up following your heart and you put yourself in places and situations and in conversations that you love and that you enjoy. You meet people that you like talking to, you go places you've dreamt about, and you end up following your heart and feeling very fulfilled. So brain food, Mark, we, we, we touched on short-termism a minute, a minute ago, didn't we? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you want to talk about Bargain Hunt? Get that out of the way. I had a discussion with a client today. I don't know if she listened to the product. It'll be I anonymous. I just so work out whether you, you can say it or not. No, no, no. I, I actually
0: re- thought, are you, are you thinking about if someone's listening to this and whether you can spill
1: the beans? I, I was just trying. And you well, weren't I'm, I'm not even that. going to say her name. No, no, it was a very positive thing. It was a very positive thing. It wasn't negative at all. There's a number of people who I talk to about carnivore and mm-hmm. some people have taken it on with a re- sort of evangelical commitment. Yeah. And and we'll talk about this at some stage, I think, and some of the, 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 the gains that people have made. You know, one person in particular has just smashed it out of the park. Yeah. Like, And I think it's it's interesting to have success stories for when people go, you yeah, know, well, you're bound to say that because you're following it. And then I can go, well, this person hasn't got an agenda. This yeah, person yeah, has yeah. just listened, done the research and, look, you yeah. know. So this other client who who I'm talking to I trained today took the same approach. I think it's like I've listened to you, Mark, but I'm going to go away. Can you give me some podcasts to listen to? Can you give me some doctors Mm. to listen to? Can you give me? And why this is really important is that she. I said, "How was your week?" And she said, "Oh, I'm back on track now, but you know, I fucked up basically." Um, What did they do? What did they eat? That a vegan. She, Chicken <laughs> wrap, didn't they? I think she went for a curry and said, I didn't have rice. I just had... She had a bone marrow curry, which sounds lovely. That sounds delicious. Um, so she's trying to stick to the the carnivore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and has been sticking to it very well. Right. And But I think got pissed. Oh. And it threw her. And it threw her defences. Okay. So I think what happened was that... She felt shit afterwards. Felt oh. shit afterwards. And the older you get, the longer you feel shit for. Yeah. Um, I think the... Because she had been on a strictest diet, maybe the, the effect of the alcohol could have been more, in yeah. a way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like quite a contrast to what yeah, she'd been so. eating. Yeah. But she basically said, but I'm back on it now, and then explained. And she was totally back on it. And I said, that's such a positive thing. Yeah, I good. said, like, in the past, that would have been the catalyst for disaster. Bit, a Bit of wallowing. Yeah, and like, mm. oh, I need to eat crisps yeah. and chocolate now because yeah. yeah. I'm pissed and I've got a hangout. next week. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So I think that was a really positive thing. But the point I was trying to... No, she gone straight back to that
0: because she'd know how... know she was angry with herself because we talked i'm sure we talked about this the other week when you're feeling so good about something yes you ruin it momentarily yes so fucking angry with yourself not and you don't get the wallow you go i've got to go back to that yeah it's that is imperative just not not not, not any other reason but yeah but maybe this that's a nice crossover with being authentic yeah you're authentic yourself going i can't i can't do that to myself anymore yeah
1: and she was Not, saying about no excuses. She was saying also about her time that she suddenly realised it wasn't just her food; it was just the way she was spending time, and her view of herself had also gone downhill. It's like I got pissed, I'm wallowing, and I don't feel that good. Yeah. When I was carnivore, and I felt good, yeah. I didn't wallow, so I didn't. And we were talking about daytime TV, and mm. when I was at my probably lowest mentally, mm. I would sit for hours and watch Bar- Jeremy Kyle, Bargain Hunt, Homes Under the Hammer, yeah, which is just sort of brain sapping mediocrity yeah um and i said to her i said the interesting thing i mentioned bargain hunt is that i said i've discovered that my approach to things like tiktok and back in the day i mean obviously i've got telly and I, i don't really enjoy watching telly now but was that it it's so similar to my addictions and what i said to her i said was when i was watching bargain hunt i would help hate myself for doing it yeah. but i couldn't stop myself from doing it yeah and the minute it finished i wished i could go back in time mm. and not watch not it watch it yeah and that's addiction yeah. so addiction is i don't want to be spending all my money in the bookies mm. but i'm loving it too much to leave and the moment i left the door of the bookies and went out into the real world is please take me back to nine o'clock this morning <laughs> and i won't do it again yeah but you do because it's addiction yeah, yeah. And I felt there's a lot of that going around with people and it isn't addiction now. It's just keep having a takeaway, just keep watching shit TV, just keep eating this, just keep eating that. You feel bad at the time, you feel bad after it, but you continually do it. And mm. I, th- I think addiction is just seen as, you know, gambling, drugs, alcohol, but I think lifestyles now are becoming addictive. I think fast food and processed food, mm. you know, when you're doing it, you yeah. don't want to do it. No. And when it finishes, you don't feel better after that pizza. No.
0: And it's not always about, as I said at the beginning, it's not all about instant gratification. Or sometimes it's just about punishing. And sometimes it doesn't actually make you feel any better. Mm. You're punishing. We're punishing ourselves. Yeah. And it's really hard to understand when you're doing it. It's really hard if you're able. You know, if you have the self-awareness to go, I'm punishing myself. Yeah. Some people don't even know. Yeah. You know, we've done enough work, vertical mm. <laughs> commas, to know what we're doing. Mm. Sometimes why we're doing it. And we also know the mechanisms and tools to stop us doing it. Yeah. But that doesn't always mean we won't, Mm. which I don't know whether you find just bonkers. I don't get it. No. You're you're standing outside of yourself going, you know where that's going to take you. Yeah. Why are you doing it? And also, you're you're an intelligent
1: person. It's half past 12 in the afternoon and you're watching absolute, like absolute shit. Yeah. And if it's literally, if you could move the room and leave the room yeah, just uh, go, just have a quick word with yourself. Why on <laughs> earth are you doing this? There's
0: all the things in the world you yeah, could you do. Yeah, you want yourself to knock on the door yeah. and, and ask you out to go play, play yeah. outside. <laughs> and I, the
1: interesting thing, and I didn't say this to her, but I, this is something that came up when I used to do it. If someone knocked on the door, I just thought, oh fuck, imagine they've seen I'm watching Bargain Hunt. So you already know how inane it is, the activity you're doing. Because yeah. you thought if someone else sees you, you're going to have to, oh, I don't normally watch this. Yeah. You know? yeah. It was Put on, some porn on quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. But it's like we don't take ourselves out and just have a word, do we? We just continue until it finishes and then go, why did I do that? Mm. But we've known for the whole 45 minutes it's on. Yeah. Why do we do this? Yeah. It's, it is a strange punishment. You're right. I
0: found it found very quickly. I found something about short-termism and how it's, it's likely to kind of kill us all in the end. Mm-hmm. It's probably a bit of a leap, but I think it's, it's relevant. Uh, a couple of things. Modern society is suffering from temporal exhaustion. And this is from sociologist Elise Balding. She said, uh, if one is mentally out of breath all the time from dealing with the present, there is no energy left for imagining the future.
1: Yeah, I like that one
0: Yeah, she wrote that in 1978 That's why researchers, artists, uh, technologists and philosophers are converging on the idea that short-termism may be the greatest threat our species is facing this century They include philosophers arguing the moral case for prioritising our distant descendants Researchers mapping out the long-term path of homo sapiens Artists creating cultural works that wrestle with time legacy and the sublime and silicon valley engineers building a giant clock that will tick for ten thousand years what these thinkers from a myriad of fields share is a simple idea that the longevity of civilization depends on us extending our frame of reference in time Mm. considering the world and our descendants i guess are the next Mm. generations Mm. through a much longer lens what if we could be altruistic enough to care about people we might never live to see and if so what will it take to break out of our uh, short-termist ways So as human beings, haven't always had the ability to think in an abstract way about long-term time. Today, we can totally live in the moment, absorbed by music, for instance, or we can mentally time travel to imagine some scenarios in the past or future. We have that ability as humans, don't we? Mm. I think is the point of this. We have such kind of breadth of imagination, and we've been given that.
1: But we're losing it, maybe. I I saw a quote recently that I really liked, and I'm just changing it one word slightly to, to make it personal to me the best time for me to plant a tree was 61 years ago. <laughs> the second best time is today. Yeah, that's And I love that because yeah. it's, it's that bit about if I planted a tree 61 years ago, that would then be benefiting everybody for 61 years and it will benefit my children and my children's children yeah. in terms of what it brings to nature. Yeah. But you haven't missed that opportunity. If I still plant a tree now, I'm never going to so. see it yeah. to fruition.
0: Um, despite our mental faculty to look ahead and plan ahead, We have a weakness in our thinking called present bias, which favors short-term payoffs over long-term rewards. For example, I'm sure we talked about this before. People are more likely to accept an offer of £10 today rather than a guarantee of 12 quid in a week. Mm. uh, To smoke cigarettes despite a shortened life, to spend on pleasures uh, and not save for rainy days. Uh, But some psychologists have used the metaphor of a horse and rider. You heard this mm. to describe this tension between our rationality and urges the rider knows it's smart to think longer term but the horse has its own ideas mm. Pr- if we're prone to neglecting the well-being of our own future selves it's even harder to muster empathy for our descendants mm. guess what i got for you mark
1: your favorite part of the podcast show you know when I show this disdain... Yeah, it's real, isn't it's it? It's not like the Is two authentic? Wrong... Yeah. Is it your authentic self? I just cringe. Do you? It's just... Is your I tell you curly? for why. I tell you for why. In your lifetime, mm. well, in your adult lifetime, have you ever known anyone get chewing gum in their hair? Uh, yeah, I have. Look at my lo- lovely long locks, Mark. And, and you wish you'd known about the peanut butter then?
0: If you're chewing gum and you get some hair like it goes in your mouth and you start chewing, you just have to take the whole thing out it get stuck. Okay. But yeah, Annie. I've
1: always got peanut butter on hand, so it's fine.
0: What? Well, on my literally on my hand.
1: It's a bit. <laughs> it's things we don't have them in the same aisle, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And an ice cube.
0: Well,
1: they, <laughs> an ice cube. Um. Oh, what's that? What's that noise,
0: Mark? It's time for water.
1: You got I, any water, got any water one, left? Have you, have you drunk it to, all? I took one when you weren't. Good. Have one drink, please.
0: Thank you. When are you thinking about your health? <laughs> so one for the one for the daters. If you think someone is giving you the wrong phone number, read it back to them incorrectly. If they correct you, it's more likely legit. That's a nice tiff in it for all kind of people out there dating, isn't it? And caught in whatever they're doing Yeah. Mark, you there?
1: Don't they? <laughs> don't they now? Don't you just give them your number and they send you a message so that you get their number? I have no idea. They don't ask. I know you, they don't I'm ask for numbers it, anymore. It's not, they're not. It's not the seventy. No. <laughs>
0: You'd never ask for anyone's number in this or their, their landline. Well, because the mum might answer.
1: It, well, you could remember in those days. Could it be like Bristol four five one, wouldn't it? <laughs> it was only <laughs> about, so about five hundred phones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, cool. I, I, when I look at these hacks, I, I, I research on the internet. Right? Sometimes people tell me them, but this one is shite. Ready? I put it because oh, it's so awful. It says, "If you can't afford two of the thing that you want, yeah. then you can't afford it." That is just absolute nonsense. I just wanted to put it in because it's absolute garbage. Yeah. I guess it works so, with socks and gloves. So this, ha- <laughs> so this house, right? Yeah. I couldn't afford two of them. No. <laughs> I can certainly afford one of them, so I had it. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a weird logic. I understand that if you kind of go and buy a, a really kind of high-end car, you go in, oh, we're going to buy a Porsche. It's 150 grand. Okay. You're cobbling all the all the pennies together from, yeah. from all the jars. Yeah. And you scramble that together. You can afford. You can drive out the forecourt with your with your new Porsche. But you might be
1: but, steeped in poverty. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the point, to, yeah. to, to
0: look after it is going to cut. You need a garage. Yeah. You're going to have to yeah. service it, and it's going to cost you bundling tyres and all that kind mm. of shit. Bravo, avocado. If avocado, you how know the many little, are there? Is this just the seven? If you <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know the little the little stalk? What's it called? The little stalk on the avocado? The little stubby stubby stork, end? Yeah. Yeah. Um if that is a li- if that is light, a lighter shade rather than a dark shade, then it's right to eat. If it's dark, it's not ready to eat. I oh, didn't know that's a good one, isn't it?
1: Are they often in now anymore, the stalks? Yeah.
0: I was fine, I was end up eating. You know Boston
1: Tea Party it. has reduced it doesn't do one of their dishes, which was avocado on something. Right. To save the world. So you now have pea mushed up peas yeah, instead of idiots. avocado at nine quid. Yeah. But I think the argument was, was to sort of... Yeah, it's more than the avocados yeah.
0: and less, <laughs> and less it's to peas. make peas. <laughs> From the co-op next door. But,
1: but um, they still do avocado on one of the other dishes. Yeah. And I think it was because of this whole woke thing about oh, yeah. avocados and the bees and write. the transporting. It's... Yeah, do me a favour. That was the Halloween thing. I was what going was? to do a story today on Instagram. I didn't do it. I was going to do people and then say, have a picture of a paper straw... Paper straw, yeah. And then go, also people, oh, look at all that (laughs) Halloween plastic shit. Have you seen the the house opposite Oh, You can't because it's dark. Honestly,
0: the tat he's got outside that. Absolute tat. Plastic and shit all over the house. It's all plastic and fiberglass and one single
1: use. You want to put a naked flame near it? (laughs) It's all going up. But (laughs) we're changing milk bottle tops to clear to save the plastic and people are spending hundreds of fucking tons of Halloween shite. Do you know when you've just baked your cookies at home? Oh, like, I love home baked cookies. I know you do. And you um My tent hasn't got a big kitchen there. No, no. But, oh, gas. Um
0: <laughs> That's what it needs in there just to hold it down so it don't blow away. Yeah. Do you know when you've cooked your cookies? Yeah. And they've um and you you've eaten a couple, because that's what you do, isn't it? You're yes. just I'm gonna treat I've been waiting all this time and you're gonna need, eat them nice and hot, yeah, and on, right? Yeah. And you're gonna go kinda of put some in in some Tupperware. Mm. You like your Tupperware as well, don't you? For later in the week. <laughs> yeah. Right. That problem you get when you open it a couple of days later and your cookies are hard and not soft. Yeah. If you were to put just a standard piece of white bread in the Tupperware with your cookies, it keeps them to like one-day freshness, like softness. That's a good one, right? Just a piece of bread. Is it like the little things of silica gel? Soaks up all the moisture? Uh, No. You don't want it soaking up the moisture. You want the moisture in there,
1: don't Uh, you? So. Maybe the bread sweats. Yeah, maybe. Um, That's it for this episode. Do you want another one? No. (laughs) Seriously, I I don't. I'm not even being ironic. It's just like, oh, no.
0: um, I can see your face, it's contorted, mind numbing. Yeah, mind, come on, that is strong, <laughs> that is really strong.
1: Although, mind numbing, oh,
0: tell me what you're mind numbing. One of our listeners that we've referred <laughs> to a lot wants a
1: what's um, I think wants um, nickname change, what Russian spot? Yeah, I think she thinks it might be, yeah, because you totally outed to... her
0: last week. Well, I think she she's, broke her she... cover, <laughs> yeah, she said. She was mentioned so much. She said, "I think I'm going to have to change my identity." Yeah, that's what spies do, isn't it? I mean, that's mm. literally the job. That' <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so what she's saying. She's going to come. You know, how do we know? That's what I'd say. That's it for this episode. We're we'll never getting this part. And thanks for listening to us. Remember, you can follow us on all the socials. I'm finecast. I'm finecast at Gmail. Blah 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 blah. blah, blah. And remember, no one. Remember, we offered the free PT session last week. Mm-hmm. If anyone signs up for an Apple Podcast review, no one did. Mark. So this time we're going to, if you sign up for an Apple
1: podcast review, we're going to be offering two PTs. All I'm going to get. One, for you and a friend can train I, with Mark. All I'm going to get is current clients coming <laughs> along and getting two freebies. Yeah. In the next episode, hopefully we're looking
0: at Mark's bloods. and Maybe that's a little bit too late for Halloween. Because mm. I, don't, I don't want to really sitting here. On my, I don't want your blood on this table. Not looking at it. Poking no, around no, blood. No, all the results. From your, do you want to expound?
1: we did it uh I nearly did it, 18 well, months ago Oh, we both did it didn't we yeah, yeah nearly 18 months ago it? yeah i should have done it as well
0: and i see how i got on now. yeah
1: but i did a fuller one this time right, right. um so there weren't many comparisons because we didn't do many with the same company same company okay yeah no spoiler alerts but it i think there's two things that are interesting the Firstly, I'm going to sort of mention what the company did. So for every result, it told you where you were on the graph. It told you quite often where you were in relation to other people that asked right. for blood tests, mm. which is quite an interesting. Yeah. Um, and then underneath it went what you can do about it. So if it was high or low, if it was normal. So if it was, say, vitamin B12, where you get B12, the effect it has on your body. So mm. it gave you an awful lot of information on each one yeah. that I found really cool. interesting. So I think it might be good to share not just my bloods and the changes, positive or negative from going carnivore yeah but yeah just all the things all the markers basically yeah. um and where yeah. you can find them so yeah so i think it'll be a body special <laughs> <laughs>
0: We'll we able to put a picture of your body on the internet
1: you haven't done that for a while no well, you did last last
0: night and that one you were in your uh yeah was pretty training. Well covered, we should just I? we should just advertise your instagram and say you're getting your getting your tats out so that, that was just for the bicep <laughs> yesterday <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it was good <laughs> So, um, anything else to add, Mark?
1: No. Okay.
0: No. We'll see you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all next week.
1: Yeah. Bye. Bye bye.